Hello everyone, you're listening to America Meditating Radio. We collect wisdom, inspire each other, and empower hearts on demand 24-7. I'm Sister Jenna, host of the syndicated America Meditating Radio. Join us as we talk one-on-one with leading experts who answer life's most compelling questions. Because in a world of uncertainty, we need answers right here, right now. America Meditating Radio, a show for everyone to learn more about this amazing thing called life. love will find me. 
Hello, everyone. Welcome to America Meditating Radio. That was Carmen Warrington's meditation album, I Trust. She's from Australia, and a lot of her meditations tend to be quite um, pure, clear, empowering, enlightening. So if you haven't gotten a chance to search for some of her work, just Google Carmen Warrington, and she's out of Australia. It should help to bring you into a deeper place of reality and understanding and value. So I hope today finds you also in a well state and have been moving along to your best ability and trying to find ways to get unstuck from your stuckedness. (laughs) It's just the natural law of the nature, no? When you keep seeing certain things over and over again, it's natural for the eyes and for the soul to record which you see very regularly and become attached to it. And so it's not like it's my fault that I'm attached to this person or I'm attached to an idea of what a healthy or good relationship is like or 
Sometimes we might be attached to toxic relationships because it's what we've seen for many decades. It's what we've known for a long time. And as a result, we become attached to the emotion. And that emotion gets fed. And if you're going through birth after birth and carrying that vibration with you, it becomes the norm. And the only time it starts to feel unnormal for you is when you begin to see relationships that seem healthy or relationships that seem to be offering a lot of respect or space or value or kindness or generosity. And you then start to question yourself, wait, is my relationship unhealthy or is this not good? Even though your heart and your gut knows I don't want to be abused. I don't want to be spoken to this way. I'd rather, you know, be seen rather than ignored. And your inner world is feeling these thoughts and these ideas. You can sense it. You sense it. But the feeling of activation generally emerges when you, the soul, through that body of yours, witnesses with your own eyes, whether it's through the media, whether it's through an article, a story, or a friend or a relation, where you see the option of a better version, where you actually see an opportunity that there's a better way to do this. And then something within you starts to feel like, I need to release this pattern that I've become all too comfortable with. Even if your friends were telling you, this is not good for you, you have to stop this, please, you have to break it. You were like, I don't know what you're talking about. You know, she's fine, he's fine, it's just the way that we are. You know, you can tend to comfort yourself for so long until something in the spirit just breaks and it no longer has the capacity to hold up the illusion or the expectation or the false interpretation or the story. And because the world right now is in such an intense time of transformation, we're all being pushed, nudged, urged, signaled, directed to the opportunity of actually releasing some of the attachment that we have to certain stories in our heads and opening up to some real stories, the real deal, like what it really means to breathe and live and to have a full-blown-out life. There's a lot in the soul, and maybe forgive me because I think I'm going to quote this wrong. I don't know if it was Einstein or Freud or someone but it was stated that we're only using almost like 5 to 8 or 10% of the intelligence within the soul. So what's the 90% doing? How are we using that energy? And you've heard me say this before in conversations that one of the things that annoys me is when folks around me are trying to tell me do less, and when I observe them, they're not even doing more. And my common sense and discernment says, have they any idea of the time that we're in and that we'll never get a chance to release these emotions and release these, you know, kind of a trappings of consciousness that we've got going on in the soul and really shine? And so please, I really invite you all as we come to a close of 2019 to think about the ways in which you want to move away from any past hurts or disappointments or even expectations of your future. They are really the genesis to us actually going through a lot of the unnecessary pains that we're witnessing 
right today, and we don't need to go through all that stuff. I think it's important that we recognize that there's a lot in us that is capable of shining, sharing, expanding, and growing more and more each day. (laughs) These are some of my thoughts for today, and I just wanted them to just come from a real free-flowing place of just kindness and understanding and the openness to want to make some changes, the openness to really, really want to make some changes within our own lives so that we can really, really open our eyes and begin to feel like, yep, I'm going to make this choice. I'm going to shift this particular way that I'm seeing myself. I'm going to play a song for us to just dive into a little bit more of these experiences and these thoughts and ideas. And here's Open My Eyes from Bliss. Enjoy, everyone.
as the breath of God. Grace has many expressions. And without a doubt, it has engaged in your life so many times, you have no idea. How do I know when grace is in my life? Start with the premise, it's in your life. The question you should be asking is, how do I ascend to where I can bear to cope with all the grace?
That's how grace operates. It saves you from doing something harsh and dark and gives you an option to do something good and light in its place. Grace is the breath of God. That was Grace by Carolyn Mace, again, you know, bringing us into this whole notion of understanding ourselves at a much deeper level and appreciating for, you know, whatever we've been through so far, just appreciating it for what it is and being open to the process and transformation that is needed. So I hope you've enjoyed our chit-chat and conversation and just a moment of reflection today just to be, you know, we just need times and we just have a little sacred chit-chat and nothing more, nothing less, just a chit-chat with each other just to be, just to appreciate each other and to send our good wishes and to hold each other up in kindness and in respect, knowing that we're all going through our stuff and we need each other. And if I am with you, then you're for me. It just seems just so simple and easy. So when we look at it from that hindsight, we can help each other through our stories and our attachments and our limitations. But do check within your being what it is that one needs to really just release and let go and, and, and really hold yourself up to where that real love needs to be and where the real power of your love relies, which is inside of the soul. So remember, no one can take away your happiness unless you give them permission. And we really are here to love each other the same. So let's do that as we come to the close of 2019, which has been a rocketed year for so many of us. And let's move more into loving the self, loving one another, because I'm now worthy enough to accept that I'm loved by God, by all of humanity. Here is uh, Sanatan Kaur, one of my favorite songs, Ek Omkar. Take care, everyone.
I'm Sister Jenna. You've been listening to America Meditating Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Did you enjoy that conversation? Because you can also listen to it on Spotify or on iTunes 24-7, anytime, anywhere. I do trust we all have inner power to become our very best. When we listen with curiosity to learn more, we grow. So thanks so much for tuning in, and do be easy on yourself. Take care.